and welcome back to the Kimmick Podcast. I am Kim. And I'm Michaela. How's it going? It's going well. How you are you? You look really perky today. I do? Yes. That's good. It's lovely. I like the new hairdo. Thank you. So she had red and then she realized that red is kind of not a... It's a hard color it, to combine with other colors. It's a limiting color. That's very limiting. That yes. is That's a best way to say yes. it quickly because <laughs> i didn't think that it looked it doesn't look that good with purple and it doesn't look that good with blue and you can't wear it with green outside of december that's like my rule and it yeah. just the uh, outside of like black and gray and white i was like oh well yeah i mean it was fun while it it wasn't in that long no i only had it for like <laughs> A week, two. <laughs> it's one of those colors, those temporary. I, think I had it for two weeks. Yeah. Well, it's exciting. Now I'm back to I, orange. I like orange. I never cut. I have never colored my hair in my life. Hmm. Never. It's fun. I'm just kind of letting it go, just see where it's gonna go. That's it, fair. I have redheads in my family, so it might turn white, like snow. That's kind of that'd fun. be kind of cool. Yeah. It's getting all streaky, so I just left it. I've never. You can't. But I it love it on others. I love the effort it takes to just, yeah. I think it's cool. I've had the same hairdo, same stuff done, just like Boresville when it comes to hair. Yeah, that's okay. But I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm outlandish in other things. There you go. <laughs> I don't need go. the hair to pop. I just, my clothes says it all. There you go. Yeah. Cool. What are we talking about this week? It is autumn. It is autumn. I love that autumny time of year. It is my personal favorite. Oh, it's so my personal favorite. And I've been kind of nostalgic too with all the thinking of autumn and decorating. Mm. And my dad was always big decorator. My folks liked holidays. They liked Halloween and autumn and he always decorated. He loved leaves. We would always go to Hobby Lobby to get leaves. It seemed like he never could find the leaves that he bought the year before. Or they got destroyed, or I'm never quite sure whatever happened to them. I don't know. But they would just sort of disappear. And Maybe he threw I them think, away. I think he probably gave them to, uh, you yeah. know. He probably gave them to somebody who'd be like, probably. you need decorations. You need, you need decorations, yeah. yeah. He was Master Elf. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, my autumn leaves are already out. Oh, yeah. With the orange lights. We finally got orange lights. Even though I had to take one back because half of the lights didn't light. Isn't that how it goes? I always thought that happened in the, the next year. No. When you plug them in and they don't work or three work or I don't know. I don't know. Lights. You think they could put a man on the moon, but they can't make festive lights to last longer than a year. Because those orange and purple ones I have. Oh, you've had those for a while. I have had Where those. Where did you buy those? I don't remember. It wasn't, I, it wasn't at Walmart. Okay. I sure. have had those. I got those before I started dating Bailey. Whoa. I have had. Big Lots by any chance. No, I don't go to Big Lots. No, I have had those for probably about five years. Wow. I kid you I'm not. I'm impressed. I know. Maybe it's a Target thing. No, I... Champions go to Target, Kate. <laughs> I feel like it might have been either Walmart or King Supers. Yeah. 
Because that okay. was when I was living North Loveland. Might have been King Supers. The only thing that was nearby was Walmart or King Supers. So. King Supers has some pretty good lights because the lights that I have put up usually last me for a while. Oh, yeah. Those have lasted five years, and I don't think one of them's burned out. Well, I definitely decorate in autumn-ish. Uh, my my taste is that warm, cool, kind of soft mm-hmm. autumn-ish style. I mean, autumn... Autumn. Orange. <laughs> autumn orange? Orange and green are my favorite colors, so aesthetically, autumn is definitely my favorite season. Yeah. yeah. I like the oranges and the beiges and the greens and yeah. it's funny because even my my signature smell is like woodsy spice that very autumn-ish um, mm. scent is actually my signature scent so well I, I am guess I'm a walking autumn billboard <laughs> I, I don't am know a basic basic white girl and i love pumpkin spice yeah. pumpkin spice candles pumpkin spice yes. lattes pumpkin yes. spice room freshener pumpkin spice body spray i could live in pumpkin spice and just mm. die yeah well i'd drag you guys i don't know if i had to drag you that hard but i would take you to all those really cool uh crafty cottagey stores those little oh, those, were those little mom and pop stores with the teddy bears and all Those the country country stuff and they always smelled autumnish they always mm-hmm. had that that essence the cinnamon the, the, the cinnamon the holiday cinnamony mm-hmm. christmasy autumny time they just always sort of had that vibe mm-hmm. so well and i like as i said i like the autumn aesthetic i guess mm-hmm. it's very cozy and warm and i like it kind of like yeah. the Almost like a cottage witch kind of thing. Where you got the like plants and like a little kitty and it's all warm and cozy. Yeah, it feels like a big warm quilt blanket around you. Just a fuzzy sweater or something nice. Cozy. I love fire. I like having like a fireplace. Mm -hmm. Like I always thought fireplaces are a lot of work. They're wonderful to have, but they're a lot of work. They really are a lot of work. You got to sweep them. You got to make sure your thing is, you know, your chimney's always been swept and that kind of thing. But I love, I love just when you can even get a, an electric one that just gives it that feel. You don't really have the the cozy, that cozy without mm-hmm. all the work. But yeah, I, I like candles too. So. I love that ambiance, just that Mm. that feel of... I should have lit some candles before we got started. Mm. That's okay. I'm getting over that cold. Like everybody, the the cold gremlin that seems to be going around just likes to to sneak up behind you as you're feeling better Mm. and whammo. And all of a sudden you wake up and you're like, ah, I'm sure all of you guys know out there, there's that reoccurring zombie cold that Mm. just keeps coming back. Like, yeah, like a bad habit, and you're just like, be gone. Mm-hmm. Singing is key. Mm-hmm. Taman, speaking of singing, Taman, Taman, advice that song. <sighs> That's yes. the song I woke up. It's funny because I was really thinking about him heavily. Mm-hmm. And then who was live this morning? Jimin. So it was the Min brothers in my mind. Taman reminds me of Jimin so much. Oh, so much. It's like, <laughs> 
You could tell they're friends. So much. <laughs> You're so, so cute. Well, speaking well, of Jimin. Yeah. Should I tell him, though, what he was doing? You can tell him what he's doing, and then I'll, I'll pick my pick. Okay. That sounds cool. Let's do it. Okay. So, he was building this miniature building set, and, of course, there was no subtitles, so... Don't know exactly what was said, but everybody was asking him to, will you marry me? And he's like, let me build this, this house first, you guys. You usually got to have a house first, right? And we all thought that was just the cutest thing. So thank you for building us all a house. Us army will all marry you. (laughs) Jimin is so precious. I have a soft spot for Jimin. He was almost my bias. I, I change biases with BTS a lot. Mine. mine have always been JK and, and Jimin. Mm-hmm. Always. Those two. So the bias roulette happy. that I went through with BTS was long. Yeah. Well, Sugar's always been really close uh, running with Jimin. Uh, those three. See, my, my two are Sugar and Jin, but... Namjoon was the first one that I noticed that I liked. Mm-hmm. And then it was Jimin, and I really like Jimin. So I have a little soft spot for Jimin. Mm-hmm. And then Suga just came along and stole my heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they're all lovely. I, they're oh, all I love them all. And I do love all seven. I don't know why. It's just natural yeah. that you sort of gravitate yeah, you just towards the one that you can one. kind of relate to, too, I guess. Yeah, I, I, saw, I think. I saw one that was a little... TikTok that was saying that you pick your K-pop bias based off of like which member is most like you. I think it's true because mm-hmm. JK is is Gold Mangne mm-hmm. and you know I'm baby, I'm mentally baby, and he kind of has the personality in a way of all the other ones in mm-hmm. that you see, and I feel that like this month is like my sibling's birthday, so happy birthday too. <laughs> My brothers, my sister, and yeah. my sister-in-law, and my my adoptive family. So it's a busy month. But, it is very busy. Um, I feel that I'm part of my yeah. siblings too, just as the baby. I, I know sometimes when you're like with my youngest brother too, you, you see mannerisms that we have similar. Probably all of us, mm-hmm. certain expressions. <laughs> See, I definitely relate to Jin because we have that same chaotic Sagittarius energy. Yeah. So well, you're my moon. So I get that. You just <laughs> don't care. We're going to do our own thing and it's going to be fabulous. No matter how don't, crazy it is. Don't cut your hair with those, with the those kitchen, kitchen scissors. scissors. Oh my gosh. Well, since you said I shouldn't. Since you said I couldn't, I'm going to do it anyways. Right. Or when they were like, you can't yeah. dye your own hair. And he's just like, watch me. Yeah. I'm going to do it on live in front of millions of people. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I also relate to sugar, sort of the introverted side of me. Really relates to sugar. Yeah. You know, anxiety, mental health. Yes. Loving There's music deeply. His dry sense of humor yeah. as well. Yeah. And he's the grandpa and... I am also, to some degree, a grandpa as well. So it's funny because I'm finally on. Finally, because I keep waiting finally. for you, and I decided I'm not waiting for you anymore. I'm finishing Legendary yeah, Wars. Please. So Kingdom and the member that is 
so sugar like. Oh, Jin Hwan uh, from Icon. Jin Hwan. Jin Hwan or Jay. His stage name is Jay. He reminds me of him so much. Just his mannerisms and, you know, they're all like smiling and happy and he's just like, mm. Mm. <laughs> yes, when I watched Kingdom Legendary War, I... I love Bobby because he's just kind of like... Bobby's so happy. He's so I happy. Love. So I love Bobby. Yeah. He's also a Sagittarius, so we have oh. that like sad well, energy. Well, chicken with Bobby. Yes. So. But I just love Jin Hwan because he's got that like grumpy quality and he's so short. Yeah. And like SF9 but he's, is but he's sweet, super oh. tall. He is sweet. Like, like he did the um, collab, you know, when they have the little collab group. Mm-hmm. And he still cheers... For that, that, yep, that the one. one. Yeah. Uh, Boy, and I'm oh, not what is really good name? with the names, but. I know. Anybody who watches uh, I think it's Kingdom. Inchon? Yeah. Inchon? And he just, and, you could tell. Yeah. He cares so deeply. And, and in that way, he's a lot like Sugar, too. So. Yup, he's definitely got that, what's the term? Sundre? Sunendre? You know what I'm talking about. I do, but I... I'm pronouncing it wrong, and I know that. Where it's, they <laughs> seem guys. cold on the outside, but they're definitely yes. warm on the inside. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I... They're uh, cream yes. puff inside. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're actually little cream puffs. Right. Yes. So, so since we're talking about Jimin and him building his little house, which... I love this time of year because we love to do crafts and I want to paint ceramics. Mm-hmm. So watching him build that and glue that just really, really sparked my love for crafts this time of year. So we're going to go shopping for some little Halloween ceramics that the kids can paint. I want to go to Michael's because Michael's sometimes has those like little craft kits that are so fun. Yeah, since we're speaking autumn, yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. So. BTS has a song called Autumn Leaves. Autumn Leaves. Very appropriate. Yes. I actually picked this song out last week because I was like, BTS. She's already, she was already like, I already know what song. I'll pick this song. I called dibs on this song. Autumn Leaves by BTS. Let's go. Autumn Leaves by BTS. I love that, the sound of that song. Sugar wrote that song. Everything we kind of picked has that sort of falling leaves, autumn feel, it seems like. Um, Well, not my next pick, but you know. (laughs) Good. I like how you said that, and I'm like, oh, well. Well, mine do, it seems like. Yours do. Yeah. I tried to think of something. Since we're talking about mine. Yes. And BTS kind of is, now they're sort of like um, the old band now, you know? It feels like, so it's kind of reminiscing about uh, our first love, our first band love. First K-pop love, yes. Yes, yes. Then I'm going to pick a song called Karkovad, oh, now I'm picturing it. You're just butchering it. See, I practiced it too much. Corcovado. That's it. It's like avocado, but it's it's like corcovado. It is totally like that. But my tongue decided not to say it like it should be. (laughs) Which is by Joao. See, I can't even pronounce. It's by uh, 
Just say Getz and Gilberto. Joao, Gilberto, and Stan Getz. Yes. And it came out March 1964. But it was written by um, Antonio Carlos Jobim. Hmm. So, Corcovado, which also means, it means in Portuguese, um, hunchback. Is what it means, which is weird because the the mountain it's it's a mountain actually that's in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Mm. Corcovado. Now that I Corcovado, I don't know why there's certain words. I I think it's my southern accent. Is sometimes certain words just don't want to come out, and I practiced, and you know that's usually when you fail, isn't it? When you practice so much, and then yeah, mm. you step up and you just like yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's famous for the massive statue of Christ the Redeemer, Ooh, which is pretty kind of cool. But this band, my dad loved Brazilian music and he loved jazz so much. So this, the, the Getz Gilberto album was one of his favorite and he probably wore it down to a frazzle. I do have his, but there's so much love in that album. I don't even know if it would play, Yeah. but feeling reminiscent. I decided, and he was always autumn. He had a uh, fun, like a recreation room downstairs that had his full bar that his friend made, built for him. And he loved to entertain and he always had the moody lights and he always had lights around his fireplace all the time with the autumn leaves. He would just leave them up a lot I mean, of times. Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got that, I would go downstairs my, my mom didn't like jazz, so she's like, go to the basement, keep that jazz in the basement. But it was so nice down there, so I would go down there, and I loved it. And I would just sit there, and I loved the fact that it was a, a different language, too. And and uh, um, that Joao and uh, his wife, uh, Erstrid, those two just sound so wonderful together. And then they added the Stan Getz uh, jazz licks to it. And they were brilliant, really. Um, so I picked this song. Um, it talks about uh, quiet nights mm -hmm. of quiet stars. And it's, it's pretty. So, Corcovado by Getz and Gilberto. So that is Corcovado by Getz and Gilberto. Ooh. And they also won a lot of awards too for that. Um, Corcovado, um, uh, when the sound of Brazil went mainstream, they, they won record of the year in 1965 for Girl from Ipanema. Oh, because that's that that's damn. on that record too, oh. and that was my dad. My dad would sing that song. You would sing that song. Me, goes walking. Oh yeah, and I, I know that was that. Okay. They also won album of the year for best instrumental jazz performance oh. of small group or soloist. That was for Stan Getz. So he they, and they won best engineering recording for a non classical, um, and Phil Ramone. Run, won that for the Getz Gilberto album. So it was a pretty big thing. Um, so I thought that was pretty exciting. A little a little tidbit of info about that. I think it's normal that autumn makes us feel a little bit nostalgic. Because, I mean, even back then when it was 
you know, harvest time, people would reminisce on the year and see Mm -hmm. what they were able to harvest from all the things that they did throughout the year. So I think it's kind of almost traditional and normal for us to get a little bit nostalgic during this time of year. Yeah. And I believe um, autumn was called harvest at it one was. time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was the name of Oh, yeah. it, it had lots of. When it changed, I'm not overly sure when it changed to autumn, but. It had lots of different names depending on the culture and yeah. where you were in the world. But yeah. But I always had this, I think. Coming from a mother's point of view, that nurturing this time of year, I like to, I'm the fall cleaner mm-hmm. where there's a lot of, I, I spring clean some, I but I don't cleaning. spring clean that much because everything is open. But definitely in the fall, I like to take all the bedding and wash it and scrub it and, and mm-hmm. get all that fresh air in before you close it up, that cool air and then. That's when I like to bake and cook, mm-hmm. and I like that homey yes. house to smell like homemade bread and yes. things like that. So, well, I'm going to get into my next pick. Okay, for the day. Speaking of nostalgia, yes, <laughs> I picked "Days and Days" by Concrete Blonde. Ooh, yep. I love some Concrete Blonde because <laughs> I remember when you showed Jen and I Concrete Blonde and. Bloodletting is an incredible album. Everybody knows. Yeah, that. and I, I worked with a gal who uh, she, her family was from uh, North Platte, Nebraska, and she would go back and forth on the weekends to go visit her her grandparents and her family. And uh, she discovered Concrete Blonde on the way there. She would always listen to new new stuff what was coming out and. She came back. I remember she came back to work that that Monday and was just like, "I found a band for you." And boy, was she right. She knew exactly what I like, and I loved it. It's so good. It's so good. But this is actually probably my favorite song on the album. Okay. The bass line is incredible. Yeah. Her vocals are incredible. Isn't the singer the bassist? Mm. Pretty sure the singer's the bassist. She's incredible. Yeah. They're incredible. This song is so good. Just talking about, you know, the passage of time. and It's true. Goes by fast. It goes by fast. It really does. Days and Days by Concrete Blonde. Let's go. Days and Days by Concrete Blonde. Yes, Jonet Napolitano. Napolitano. Isn't it a na? Na. Na. Napolitano. Yes. And she is the bassist. We looked it up. She She is is the vocalist and the bassist. And she had a birthday on September 2-2, so happy belated birthday. Yes. She turned 65. Joan Jett turned 64 on September 2-2, along with Soongmin. So many birthdays. Mm -hmm. But I just, I love her vocals. I think part of it is because I have a deeper voice than Mm -hmm. most girls. So I can actually sing along with her. Yeah, she's in your range. And harmonize with her easily. Yeah. So I've always loved Concrete Blonde since you showed them to me. I did too. Such a good band. So good. Especially this time of year too. Yes, spooky season. I like 
the spooky season. Spooky season. Spoofy. Well, since it's spooky season, oh. I have a random fact for you. Oh, cool. Did you know that going to haunted houses and watching scary movies actually makes your heart healthier? I believe it. Yeah. Mind feels better after all that. Yeah. Yeah. Even though, you know, you might feel like it's stopping your heart. Yeah. It actually strengthens your heart and strengthens your reflexes. So it's actually very healthy and good for you to go to haunted there you houses. Go. Let's and all go. Get all that adrenaline <laughs> pumping, you know. I'm sure there's some people that say, I tend to differ. I'm but. sure Salem would tend to differ because yeah. it gives her massive panic attacks. Right, right. However, but. it is good for your heart to get a little scared every now and then. Hmm. Yeah, that's fun to know. I'm also a very jumpy bean, so yeah. I don't know if you are. Well, I don't like people coming up behind me, and it seems like I'm always when I'm in the kitchen. My kitchen always seems to face a wall or a window or I, something, and people come up behind me. I try so, not to scare you. I try to make extra noise so I don't startle you, but I still always end up startling yeah, you. It's all right. Yeah. I'm usually kind of loud anyway, so. It's easy to sneak up on me. I'll just jump for like no real reason. Like I'm totally relaxed. I'm doing my thing and I'll walk around like a corner at a supermarket and someone will just be there. It'll make me jump like a foot. Well, it's probably saved your life a few times. No, not really. It's it's not quick reflexes. It's not quick. It's more just like a, oh, oh, oh. there's a person there. It's saved my life a few times. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I can't remember what venue it was, but there's that nasty corner that you always come around. There's the bathroom around the corner, and you never see who's coming around. And if they hug the wall too close, like I tend to do, I tend to go in the inner wall when I go around that corner. Um, But uh, Patrick from, um, oh, what's it, Josh Dice? Their bed. Showbread. Uh, Showbread. Yes. Patrick and I... He would, He hugged the wall, too, came around the corner fast. We would have conked right into each other, but I ducked, and he went up, and we went just right under each other, lickety-split. And we both looked back at each other, and it was just like, whew, whew, that was super lucky. You know, we were, like, giving each other thumbs up, and yeah. Well, maybe someday it will save my life. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if being a jumpy little bean has its perks, but all those horror movies, you know, that make you jump, it paid off for me. Well, good. So I have that to look forward to. All right. Well, that's my fact. Cool. You want to know my fact? Sure. We could go into facts. We can do the facts. My facts is that fall colors depend on how much sugar is in the leaves. Hmm. Lots of dry weather and sunlight will lead to more sugar in the leaves, and the leaves will be brighter red. Freezing, meanwhile, stops the process of making red pigments. And we always think they, like, turn colors. Those, the autumn colors are always there, and different trees have different pigmentations. So different trees will have different colors inside them. But you see green leaves during spring and mm-hmm. all that. That's the chlorophyll that's being produced and broken down. That's what causes green leaves. But when that stops, so then their natural color that's underneath the green comes through. 
and and I didn't know that. I I don't know know if people are um, knew that, but they do say climate change will have an effect on the brilliance, I guess, of it too. Yeah. So fight for that. You know, (laughs) reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah, yeah. But we have we're lucky here, just like on the East Coast too. Um, we do have brilliant, brilliant mm. fall mm. foliage. Uh, it's just gorgeous. You can take some serious, beautiful drives around here. Even like Fort Collins and Loveland, it's gorgeous mm. when they start changing. I wish I could see I, Bailey. I think this weekend is the weekend. Where they have peak weekends. They have just like a window. It's, it's a tiny, tiny, tiny window yes. where... It's like a week, maybe a couple days where everything is just like orange and yellow and red. And then all of a sudden it's just gone. Because they say freezing stops that. Yeah. yeah. It stops that red pigmentation. Mm-hmm. and that. Yeah. But not all like trees. Mm-hmm. Some trees like aspens are known for their yellow hues and you know, different trees have different mm-hmm. red and um but there's some trees that just they just shrivel up and die. They just they don't even produce any. They're they're colorless. I can relate to that. <laughs> they're like <laughs> sometimes they just shrivel up and die too. It's like it's kind of like people. You know, some are really colorful and some are red and kind of fiery and some are just sunny and and then there's some that are just colorless. They just sort of shrivel. They just sort of shrivel up and die. So yeah. what's your that next? Was, that pick? was kind of a fun little. That fact. is an interesting fact. Well, this song means a lot to me. So I always liked folk music, too. Just to have my brother would sit and we'd play six-string guitar and um, just sing on my bed together, just random songs. Um, so I have that love for folk music. And, and I really, really love Simon and Garfunkel. I love their harmonies. and So I picked the song Leaves That Are Green and talk about the quick passage of time, too. This song kind of touches on that too how Mm -hmm. the days and days it's all connected one yes one day you know yeah you turn around and you're a year older and yeah so um but i love this song so much written by paul simon and boy that was back in 1966 yikes let's go Leaves That Are Green by Simon and Garfunkel. Mm. I love that song. No. Love that. Uh, Sound of Silence is one of my favorite albums of theirs mm. and bookends. But they were just wonderful. Mm. Love their love their music. So now I want to listen to Arlo Guthrie. I do too. I love Arlo Guthrie. <laughs> and Cat Stevens. Yes. I'm I, but a I huge love Cat Stevens. I love fan. folk music too. I love folk punk. Yes. I like folk music. Yeah. I love all the music. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Paul Simon was such a great songwriter. I've always loved his songs. I just have. Mm-hmm. So, but speaking Yay. of loving all the music, mm-hmm. I'm going to totally change up the pace. Good. I was hoping someone would put something different in there. With the next song. Because <laughs> just on this note before I go, oh, um, I was just going to talk about a couple other songs oh, sure. that are very nostalgic, very old. Um, but I thought I'd throw them in there because my next pick is newer. So, um, but some really good songs to listen to is Autumn Leaves. Um, 
sung by Doris Day is one I really like, but it's mm-hmm. done. It's been done a lot. It's been done by Sinatra and Nat King Cole and all. There's a lot of different versions of that song. But that one I really, really love. Mm-hmm. And she did that one in 1956. So if you want some pretty kind of cool song, that one is that one's good. And then Autumn in New York, which most people know any Frank Sinatra fan. Mm-hmm. I love his version. Mm-hmm. It, it was originally written in 1934, that's, that song. Um, but Frank Sinatra did it in 1949. Mm. But I really, really, really love those, those songs. So... I couldn't pick that many, though mm-hmm. so I went back and forth. I was like, should I? But I did go with the Simon and Garfunkel song just because that was more my growing up. That's fair. And yeah. So now your so pick. My We're growing changing up. Changing it up. Changing up the pace. Let's do it. We go in with some fast, hard, loud punk music. Yes. Fall Children by AFI. Yay! Old AFI. We going back in time. Let's go. Fall Children by AFI. Back in AFI's punk era. The 90s. A fire inside. Yes. I love that band. I do too. I like... Their older punk stuff better. It. Yes. Personally. But I appreciate and respect the artistic development and journey that they went on. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I respect it. But oh, oh. Such a good band. The All Hollows EP. That is, is such a good so one. So good. Anybody who's anybody owns that one. Uh, I do. It's yeah, there. I do too. <laughs> it's over there on my I just CD have the CD. Yeah. And then, um, Answer That and Stay Fashionable is such a good album. I think that was their first album. That's so good. So Davey good. Havoc. Yeah. Love Davey Havoc. Everybody does. <laughs> Everybody my age does, at least, mm-hmm. who went through a punk emo phase. Mm-hmm. You got a little soft spot for AFI in your heart. Always. I got uh, one of those big advertisement posters from... Uh, topic yeah yeah when they were throwing them out and yeah getting rid of them i snagged the afi one but yeah because afi is good yeah yeah it's such a good ep their cover of halloween was one of the songs that got me into the misfits yeah because their cover of halloween is so good Mm -hmm. and that song is so good so they were one of the gateway bands that got me into the misfits Cool. Yeah. Nice. That's cool to know. What is your last pick? My last pick is Time and Fallen Leaves by Akmu. Is it A-K-M-U or is it A-K-M-U? Akmu. I looked it up. That's what they said. That's how you pronounce it. And um, it's Akdung Musician is the long term, but they go by Akmu. And it's a sibling duo. From South Korea. And his name is Lee Chan Hyuk. And her name is Lee Sung Hyun. And they're siblings and they sound really cool together. So I picked this Time and Fallen Leaves. And it came out in 2014. Mm. But new to me. And I really, really like them. So, yeah. 
A lot newer than the 60s, that's for sure. And the 80s. <laughs> yeah. And the 90s. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. Shall we go? Yes. We're Time and Fallen Leaves. All right. By Ackman. And fallen leaves by Akmu. Also, I was gonna give a shout out to um, Crush, the soloist, who who just did a collaboration with J Hope. Rush Hour. Rush Hour. It's um, good. He's got a song called Fall that came mm-hmm. out in 2016. That's really good too. I haven't gotten into him or gone down that that path yet. But as I said, I think in the last episode, that's kind of how I've been exploring the Korean music scene. Is just mm-hmm. By looking at collaborations with artists that I like. And if I like the collaboration, then I'll check out the artists that they collaborated with. And I really like Rush Hour yes. that he did with J-Hope. I really like yeah. it. He's got a really good voice. And that that song, Fall, mm-hmm. is really good. I will have to check it out. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to say happy birthday to Lee Hongbin. Bean! From Vix. <laughs> From Vix. His birthday is September 29th. Yay! Because he He'll will be always be twenty nine. Do you know that it'll be his his golden? Oh, it it's will his be golden He'll, birthday. Yeah, turn twenty nine. So happy golden birthday, Bean! <laughs> Is that twenty nine in Korean? I don't age know. Or I, international I age? I don't know. I think that's Korean age. I'm not sure because he's younger than Ravi. Don't know. Anyway. Happy birthday. Uh, so confusing. <laughs> yeah. And so next week, what are we going to talk about, Kate? What are we going to talk about? We are talking about... We are talking about pumpkins. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she couldn't read my ring. Well, I didn't know where you were pointing at. Oh. All I saw was Lee Hong Bin. Oh, and I got one. And I'm like, I, love- I got a new word. Oh. A new you- word for us. Okay. Okay, it's lackadaisical. Ah, lackadaisical, lacking enthusiasm or determination, carelessly lazy. I actually know this word. Lackadaisical, and its origin is English mid 18th century from lackaday or lackadaisy. And I and this here's a sentence for you. His teachers didn't approve of his lackadaisical approach to homework. I can actually relate to that. Know one. that word? Hmm. I haven't it's thought fun. about that word in a long no. time. But you said it, and it like triggered a core memory in my brain. And I don't know if it was might have been Shakespeare, maybe well, with the Odyssey. It was one of those literature things that I read. Could have been Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, but well. it, it transported me back in time to either middle school or elementary school where I was reading big books. Michaela is a lot more enthusiastic now that. She found a little better uh, medication. She changed her medication. Yes. That she was on this old one for a long, long time, and then it was just sort of like pooing out on her. Med swaps. They're yeah. so much fun. No, but she's got energy and she's doing stuff, and you know, it's you her old better. self. And so you're not better. so lackadaisical anymore. So <laughs> yay! Due to my new medication yeah. for my brain. Yeah, I it's am wonderful. No longer. Lackadaisical. Yay. 
Okay, so pumpkins it is. We'll talk about pumpkins. I love pumpkins. Thanks, you guys, for listening, tuning in. Stay healthy. Get plenty of sleep. Keep singing. Wash your hands, please. And go find some pumpkins. I start carving this weekend. It's spooky season. I carve one pumpkin every weekend in October. So. I know it's still September, but it's spooky season. It is spooky season for us. Getting up the Halloween boxes. Right away. I still don't know what I'm going to be. I don't either. I'm leaning towards Scarecrow. I never did Scarecrow, and I might do Scarecrow. That's where I'm going. And that is the conversation for another episode. This has been... Kimmick Podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Michaela, and we will see you all next time. Bye, guys. Goodbye.